Hurricane Maria slamming into the island, and as you heard, one official saying the island is destroyed. Many of these homes not built to withstand any hurricane, let alone a Category 4. I wasn't surprised by the storm, and I wasn't all that surprised by the poor response. Hospitals damaged, running on generator power. But I was surprised by how those in power didn't even pretend to care. 100% of Puerto Rico now without power. Everywhere you look, down power lines like these. The response was just, in my opinion, it was just very, very poor, and they didn't even try to hide it. Did that, like, surprise you at all, though? A little bit. I mean, I didn't think it would be as blatant. My grandparents moved from Puerto Rico to Brooklyn in the 50s. There they met and had three kids, the second of which was my mom. Okay. Hi, Mom. Hi, Haley. She's gone back to visit family in Ponce, Puerto Rico, and knows where to go and what to see. The Brigham Forest, El Yunque, is beautiful. The beaches are beautiful. Luminescent Bay, Bioluminescent Bay, that was really nice, too. I was down there during a hurricane, but it was a very light hurricane. It wasn't anything big. Wait, what? It wasn't anything um, crazy or wild. It was just a very mild hurricane. I was, I think I was like 16. Okay. And I was over there, and it was August, and I saw a palm tree bending forward and bending backward, touching the ground both ways. And I thought, oh, my gosh, it's so cool. So I went outside, and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's so balmy. There's a hurricane, you moron. Hurricanes happen all the time in the Caribbean, but as climate change progresses, the magnitude and frequency of storms are growing. This tiny hurricane from decades past pales in comparison to what happened to Puerto Rico in 2017. The monster hurricane that, you know, Maria, it was a crazy monster hurricane. The hurricane was bad, and the aftermath was much, much worse. I thought it was very sad that, first of all, a lot of people didn't realize that Puerto Rico was actually part of the United States. Then also the whole... The whole uh, idea that it just wasn't as important for these people to have aid as it was for other people. Was it naive of us to be surprised by the obvious lack of concern? Puerto Rico was a Spanish colony until 1898. Poverty, economic exploitation, and social inequity all ran rampant. So during the Spanish-American War, General Nelson Miles gave Puerto Rico an enticing offer. We have not come to make war upon the people of a country that for centuries have been oppressed, but to bring your protection, to promote your prosperity, and bestow upon you the immunities and blessings of the liberal institutions of our government. A promise that was never fulfilled. In 1901, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled on the insular cases. The United States flag is flying over these lands. And so some people said, well, doesn't that mean American laws apply? In 1901, the insular cases. Basically, the judgment of the Supreme Court was that the new territories were inhabited by, quote, alien races. And they may not be able to understand Anglo-Saxon laws. Therefore, the Constitution doesn't have to apply. It was a new century, but not a new way of thinking. The Jones-Shafroth Act in 1917 granted citizenship just in time for Puerto Ricans to be shipped off to World War I. It brought obligations, but not all the usual privileges. 
It's been a century since President Woodrow Wilson signed a law granting citizenship to people born on the island. But it's a limited form of citizenship. It puts Puerto Rico under federal control but doesn't allow the island voting representation in Congress. Residents also can't vote for president. On a legislative stage, Puerto Rico has never been able to actively fight for itself. The island has been poor for at least as long as it's been colonized. And without representation, this pattern will likely continue. In the 1970s, the U.S. government helped attract business to Puerto Rico by granting generous tax breaks. That led to a booming manufacturing sector. Unfortunately for Puerto Rico, Congress got rid of those tax breaks to offset a tax cut on the mainland, phasing them out completely by 2006. And between that and the U.S. recession, Puerto Rico lost over half its manufacturing jobs. A tax break that helped the continental U.S. at the expense of Puerto Rico. Apparently, some jobs are worth more than others. Not to mention, Puerto Rico's lack of statehood means they can't file for bankruptcy, so their huge debt is here to stay. I'm not claiming that all the problems facing Puerto Rico are due to the actions of the federal government. They're not. But the island's current problems can't be separated from its history. Those living in Puerto Rico have been treated as second-class citizens, quote, alien races. Given this, the aid and response to Hurricane Maria wasn't all that surprising. Obviously, the eye getting closer and closer to us, that eye wall now scraping the northern beaches here. In the latter half of 2017, four hurricanes ravaged the United States, though no storm caused as much damage as Maria did in Puerto Rico. The emergency management director saying the entire island is destroyed. Many of these homes not built to withstand any hurricane, let alone a Category 4. People across the island were left with nothing. Conditions were horrific. A lot of destruction to homes, down trees and power lines as well. And now they're dealing with this, flooding in every direction. Death was in the air. 3,000 deaths estimated. What we're talking about when we talk about this 3,000 number is a survey that was done by researchers at the behest of the government to to count the deaths associated with this storm, they came up with a number that is... They died of neglect, and they would still be alive today if they had had electricity, if they had been able to get their medicine, if they had been able to get water. The president has weighed in pretty definitively about what he thinks about this elevated death toll for deaths related to Hurricane Maria. He says 3,000 people did not die in the two hurricanes that hit Puerto Rico. This was done by Democrats in order to make me look as bad as possible. The treatment of Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria shows the apathy that wealthy nations like the United States seem to have for others around the world. Climate change is happening, and as the frequency and strengths of storms like Maria grow, Puerto Rico won't be the only place affected. Those who can't move will be the hardest hit by climatic events, and those who can may not be welcome elsewhere. Two families from Tuvalu who sought to be New Zealand's first climate change refugees have had their cases rejected. The first of many. My family had the option to leave, an option not afforded to many victims of Hurricane Maria, an option that fewer and fewer people will have in the coming years. <laughs> 